0: Hey folks, it's Adam Summer this week on the Heartland Pod. A replay of the audio from our live event from Stevens Lake Park in Columbia, Missouri. We have a live talking politics session coming at you, a full show. So here we go. Welcome back to the Heartland Pod. My name is Adam Summer, I am your host. This is Monday, June 13th, and I'm recording this on Sunday night, June 12th, and I am very tired. And I am very tired because this weekend we did a live show, it was the first time we ever did it, and it was a heck of an undertaking. Uh, I will tell you that. It was a lot of work, uh, but in an all in an amazing way. You know, not in a like, oh my god, I can't believe we did that way, I'll never do it again, but in a like... I can't believe it worked (laughs) kind of a way. Um, uh, It was awesome. Uh, Rachel and uh, Sean uh, were able to make it to Warrensburg on Friday to my home. We were able to sit down together for the first time ever. Uh, The three of us were together. Literally, it's never happened before. Um, And we got to sit down and just be together and have a couple of drinks and, you know, kick back and talk and meet each other, uh, you know, for real. Uh, and it was awesome. It was awesome, and we got to talk about the show and what we were doing, and kind of plan some stuff out. So it was a, it was absolutely incredible uh, to experience just that part of it. Right? We we uh, Sean and I drove to Columbia together, and we kind of had this moment of like, you know, at this point, it can't be bad because it's just it's been so good already that no matter what happens, it was it was good. So we got there, we got everything out, we got it set up. Uh, it was very hot. Uh, and, you know, we're, we are what we are. It's me, it's Sean, it's Rachel, uh, and then we've got Nicholas and Kevin, right? Nicholas Linky and Kevin Smith helping us out uh, doing their shows, and then they helped us set everything up for the live show. Uh, Kevin was, was part of the, the panelist, uh, which you're not going to get today. The panelist was for the folks who showed up. Uh, it was an awesome panel. Lindsay Simmons was a moderator for the panel. We had Jessica Piper, we had Ray Reed, and we had Spencer Toter. And they all answered questions about, you know, it was less about them as candidates and more about them as, you know, how they're doing what they're doing, uh, you know, instead of, you know, what are you going to do when you get to Washington or what do you? It wasn't that kind of stuff. Uh, it was a really cool set of panelists, and they went for about forty minutes. It was great, and uh, Kevin sort of emceed that portion of it, uh, and then we did the live talk in politics. So I've uh, I've got an open for you just like normal, uh, intro of the show, and then uh, we get into talking politics. Uh, audio-wise, it's not going to be what you're used to, so I'll just tell you that now. Uh, you may have to turn it up, and uh, it may be a little harder to hear some of it. Uh, we were doing a live uh, stream broadcast and taking the audio off the of live stream for this. Uh, that's sort of the next level of stuff where, like, you know, I can, I can set up a live show. I've got all the technology to have a concert, basically, uh, but I don't have the technology to make that concert into, you know, really nice clean audio for, uh, for you to listen to later on. You know, like we uh, you know, a comedy album or something like that, where it's like the, the audio is really clean, even though it's a concert. So, anyway, so we don't have that part, uh, but we do have the audio, and it, I think it's totally sort of listenable. I listened to it earlier, and I think it's it's solid. I edited it down, so uh, hope that you enjoy it. And uh, if you want to, you know, we're gonna do this again. That's for sure. This was not a one-time thing, so if you want to be a part of it next time, you want to uh, come to the meet and greet, you want to be, you know, get the swag bag. We had awesome swag bags. Uh, in fact, shout out Lindsay Simmons. Uh, she said that's the only reason she came. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, there were other reasons, but uh, I don't blame her because it was a really good bag. Uh, we had a bag with a mug and a shirt, and it was, it was good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so we'll do it again. If you want to know more about it, you can always sign up on Patreon, and that, that's really what made this possible was having that support. Uh, it made it so that we knew we could spend a little money uh, and, you know, get get this show on the road, pun completely and firmly intended uh, on that one. So we will do it again uh, for sure, uh, and, and you'll always be able to find all of our stuff on Twitter, at The Heartland Pod, our website, heartlandpod.com, um, Facebook and Instagram. Share that with folks. Uh, help us keep growing. Help us keep uh, going forward as we attempt to change the conversation Uh, 2022 is on us We're, you know the midterms are here Uh, but that's not what this show is for the show wasn't for 2020 or 2021 or 2022 this show is for now and then and tomorrow and on and on so there's a lot of work to do in a lot of different areas and look we're just getting started so thanks for listening thanks for helping us out and uh, here is the live show Welcome back to the Heartland Pod. My name is Adam Summer, and I am your host. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming out to the live show. Uh, We had no idea what to expect, other than that it would be a lot of work to put on a live show. And it was. I changed my shirt, I was very sweaty. But the clouds came in and the rain almost came, but it didn't really come, so that's cool. Uh, Big round of applause, Lindsey Simmons is still here. Big round of applause for Lindsey for helping us out. It's been awesome getting to know Lindsey Simmons over the course of this project uh, and and getting to know these candidates who are here today. Uh, Really, 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 really cool, oh, we're we're rolling too fast, there we go, all right. Um, Ray Reed, Ray, shout out Ray, big round of applause. Ray, as he mentioned, uh, we went to the same college, same undergraduate, Facility and uh, Ray is a mule for life and so it's been very cool to see him out there representing the University of Central Missouri or as you see when I started going there, Ray, Central Missouri State University or as we called it, Call Me Stupid University. Um, <laughs> this was easy to get into back then. It's not as easy now. It was harder for Ray to get in than it was for me so uh, that, that's cool. And uh, Spencer Toter, Spencer's over there. Shout out Spencer Toter. Uh, If you guys listen to the show, you know I've talked to Spencer a couple times. I've talked with everybody running for Senate in Missouri, except for one person, which reminds me. uh, Nicholas, can you give me a Miller Lite out of there? Thank you. I need a Miller Lite really badly. We don't have any Bush products here today. We tried. Can't find them. They don't respond. Bush products just don't respond. So we have Miller Lite instead. Nicholas Linky, who host a week, uh, a show every other week. His wife, part of that show with him. Christina. they're here. And the fellow who was tossing uh, the issues to Lindsey, Kevin Smith for the Friday flyover review. That's Kevin Smith. Uh, The Kevin and Sean uh, and Nicholas and I, we all went to high school together, graduated different years, but went together. Sean and I graduated the same year, but uh, so it's been really, really cool to work on this. Uh, and it's great to have you all here today. And before I bring out the, the other folks, uh, I want to talk about why we wanted to do this, right? Why do a live event? We knew it was going to be a ton of work. And the question was like, what's the feel, right? Do we try to do it in a theater? Do we try to do just a streams thing? Like, what do we do? And I live in Johnson County, Missouri. And if you live in a county like that where they vote, 60 to 65 percent Republican in every election, pretty much, for the last decade or so. You see all these events that are going on, all these Republican events, and you see pictures on your Facebook from all these Republican events that are going on. And all the pictures have the same thing in common, which is they're having a great time. They're having a great time. They got kids there throwing frisbees, they're having an awesome time at these events. And so that's what I was looking at was we gotta put the fun back in politics. We gotta make being a progressive more than being mad about shit all the time. We gotta make being a progressive more than just I went to the march and more about the street cred of I protested. Did you protest? Because I did. There's more to it than that. Right? There's more substance than that. There's relationships that we can build with one another. And this is how we do it by being together. This is how we build relationships. For a lot of you, this is the first time you've seen me. At all, right? Yeah. That's crazy, right? And you probably feel like you know me pretty well if you listen to the show. Because I talk about my family and all that stuff. And I make those connections. So we have to get together. And it's something that we can do more of and we're going to do more of it for sure. We're going to bring progressives together because we have to all remember we are not alone. None of us are alone in this fight. We're all doing this together. We've got folks here. Where is he at? Joplin. Came all the way up from Joplin. Here, shout out, right? That's a big deal. We've got folks who walked across the street. We've got folks who drove up from Joplin. We've got folks from the lake. We got folks from the Kansas City area. We got folks from the St. Louis area. We got folks from Lawrenceburg. We got folks from McFallon. We got folks across the state of Missouri coming out to this park on a Saturday afternoon to see a regional political podcast of a live show in a state that Trump won by 25 points. That says something, that says something, right? We've got something going here and we're gonna keep building on it. So if we keep building it together, we can get where we wanna go, but we've gotta connect the dots. I hear all the time, right? I'm a blue dot in a red state. No, you're not, no, you're not. You're one of us, we are together. We connect the dots together. We are progressives together and we can do it together by continuing to reach out and by continuing to be a voice that's what we're here to do we're here to be a voice for the progressives in this state because as the song said that i played just a minute ago by jason isbell hope the high road the lyric in that song is there can't be more of them than us there can't be more and i believe that wholly. and that's why we're going to keep doing this every single week and i'm going to keep doing it with my very good friends sean diller And Rachel Parker, come on out here. Sean Miller and Rachel Parker. My co hosts, my companions, my friends. You are my (laughs) friends. All right.
1: Up. This is not a very exciting entrance, I know. But thank you for attending
0: this. So, we normally do this on Zoom, and then I edit the crap out of it. <laughs> uh, but we don't have that luxury day, because we're doing a lot. It's really fun. It was really cool. We got together last night. Uh, so normally I ask, like, how was your week? How was it? Can I just
1: say something about yesterday? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. I'd never met either of them in person until yesterday. At once. Um, so it was pretty <laughs> trippy to, like get out of my car in Adam's driveway and meet my business partner for the first time. Like, Sean kind of came sheepishly out like, hi, we're like super close and I've never seen your whole body. This <laughs> is <laughs> And I'm so glad my husband was there because he made it just like way less awkward because he's a much better human being than I am. Um, and then we just, we kind of always do, which is like, we're going to crack a beer up and start talking about politics. And we did. Like, that's what happened. It was kind of awesome. So Immediately, yeah. like it's supernatural. So um, yeah, it's been a wonderful weekend and I want to just thank everybody here for enabling that because it just gave me the excuse to, and also and for those of you who listen to the show, obviously you, you would be here. Um, this is the first time my husband and I have like seen people, been out of the house, like traveled. Um, yeah, so our first like nasty weekend away from home was in Warrensburg, so yeah. <laughs> what's up
0: Missouri? Absolutely. Uh, Sean, how about you, man? How's the week? How's the weekend treat?
2: I mean, it's it's good to see you guys. All I can think about is, like, I'm not with my two girls. <laughs> they're they're traveling. traveling. Right? Yeah, they're out in Phoenix. We all uh, are headed to Phoenix because, you know, we're... Uh... Oh, really, close? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, family's on vacation. So glad to be here. I was born in Columbia. The hospital right over there, actually. And I'm so happy that all you guys are here. Like, this is really, really, really cool. So thank you.
0: really appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's ask the question. Rachel, what are you sipping on? Um, what Kevin
1: bought? What am I, Kevin, what am I sipping on? Logboat Lookout. This. this. Logboat Lookout. It's a Logboat Lookout. In. Um, I've Beautiful. had, I've had several today.
0: They're very good. Shout out to Logboat.
1: And a bit of water. And uh, a lot of adrenaline. That's what I'm sipping
0: on. Let me ask a favor. If there's somebody out there who can go on Twitter and see if we're streaming live right now, we think we're streaming live right now. Can somebody check that for us? All right, thanks Kevin. That's Kevin, that's what he does. He steps up, he gets it done. Hopefully we are. It's, uh, it's funny, we have candidate, these candidates here, right? And there's uh, one here right now, so I gotta give him a shout out because we, I don't know where we're at in, in, in district or not. John Carlin is here, he's running in Missouri 3rd. John, now after this redistricting map came out, are we in your district right now or do we need to go across the street? Just, just across the street, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: South of Broadway. <laughs> South of Broadway, okay. So we're in the fourth right now. So I right. know because Columbia
2: really well. That actually makes a ton of sense to separate two congressional districts on Broadway. On Broadway, yeah, right. So Missouri only gets seven representatives in the U.S. in the U.S. House. Ridiculous. Eight.
1: That's, what, that's what Nancy Pelosi wanted, Sean. That's, yeah. what she wanted that's the Pelosi yeah. map,
0: remember? It's yeah. the Pelosi map. That's math. what they're fighting against. So we're good. We're live? Yeah? Awesome. Uh, if you're watching on Twitter, thank you very much. Uh, and the last kind of shadow we have so I t- talked about Lindsay before. Lindsay's still here. Uh, but Lindsay Simmons asked on our Patreon, which if you're not on our Patreon, uh, that would be awesome. Most of you are. But she asked on Patreon, her big question was where's the best barbecue in the state of Missouri? And if you listen to the show a lot, you know that that's a little bit of a joke uh, because I asked. A candidate wants about barbecue, and their answer d- displeased me. Um, and I've talked about that several times.
1: It's going to be the last thing he tells me before he dies. Yeah. It's gonna be like, Lucas Goods didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> so, a Little Barbecue
0: Joint Independence uh, is very good. But I'll give you guys what do you guys think? What, Rachel, you've been back in Missouri for a while. What's the best barbecue you've had like in Missouri?
1: amateur hour. Like, we is it just. My house? Probably. I mean, like we're a little basic. We we uh we haven't exactly had the kind of lifestyle where we can just go check out all of the places where I would love to check out. But so I don't know how basic it is to say Salt and Smoke. Is that too basic? Uh, salt and really
0: good.
1: I mean those those popovers, mac and cheese with the Ritz crackers. The sauces are out of control. Um, <laughs> the burn
0: and Ravioli. The burn and
1: Ravioli. Stop on, it. I will. Of I, of I have to good. shout out yeah. my neighborhood though because live a Tower of East. But i do have a little bit of love for the shaved duck this is the thing my husband and i have a, this is like kind of the only marital disagreement we have he doesn't like the sauces at the shaved duck you guys so we i mean it's maybe like a i don't know what like a six minute walk or so and he always looks kind of bummed like he's like can we bring our own sauces i was like we definitely cannot walk into the shaved duck and like byos like we brought our home like he's like but i like we be raised those ribs. It's not okay. Like you can't do
0: that. Sauce is the boss. But I will say Souses that, the the,
1: like I think that probably the shaved duck wings are the best wings I've ever had in my life. Those things are
0: out of control good. They're so delicious. Sean, lay in here, and then we'll get into the stuff.
2: Sure. Yeah. So you took me to LC's in Graytown, and I've never ever ordered turkey at a barbecue place. And God, that was And the pulled pork. I had to get a combo plate, of course. So. Uh, LC now. It's pretty wild.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. The floor is slippery and everything is dirty. It's amazing. It's exactly <laughs> what I mean. All wow, well, right, let's jump into uh, some topics here. Let's see if this works. True or false. Yeah, all right. So, true or false, the public January 6th hearings will change minds in some way. A lot of people, we've got some some heads shaking out there. This is a hot topic. I know there's a lot of thought about it. Um, It's very interesting because just this morning, we were all at my house, and we had breakfast and a French toast and bacon uh, from All Will's. Shout out Warrensburg, All Will's. And uh, delicious bacon. And uh, we're sitting around, and Amanda, my wife, uh, who's not here uh, today, she's got the kids, and uh, they don't like politics yet, so. Um, so anyway, she, sh- she shows me this video of The Colbert Show, and it was on her TikTok. And the video, The Colbert Show did the Muppets Show theme intro about the January 6th hearings. You yeah, know, the, the most sensational, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, Gonzo hit the gong, but instead of a gong, it was Trump's face, and it goes like crazy and so to me that's what it's all about is can you get my wife who is engaged in politics but isn't a nut job about politics right she's paying attention she cares but she's not a, she's not like no like, oh, she's normal right she's, she's a normal person, person. <laughs> right she's not an insane person like us yeah. i take that
1: personally like
0: the For, we'll talk about this we'll work this out later or kindred spirits of insanity so anyway, let's start with Sean because I think I think we have some rare disagreement. I also
1: right? think we just have to start like this is one of those where yeah. like and Sean must go first because right. that's. What if you
0: saw us on C-SPAN, there. you know that we know who goes first. <laughs> we always know. So Sean, kick us off.
2: Sometimes I'm able to restrain myself. Sometimes I. Um, I think it's false. I think that, and that's not so pessimistic, really, because a lot of this footage was in the impeachment, but. There was a lot of new stuff, and there's new information. I've been told there's new footage. I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. I was barely one of the 20 million people watching.
0: I thought, but I'd really like to hear what other people say after they've seen You know, I gotta I got go in pure. Well, you're the Hesmael. Has it brought, been brought up by Michelle yet? Because that's always your look, right? Has, has, right? has Michelle brought it up to you? She
2: has not.
0: But she took two kids
2: and her parents to the airport today. So. <laughs> <laughs> she had a lot on her plate. Um, but like when I saw Liz Cheney up there, just saying for everyone to hear, like this was an attempted coup. I am not about that. We are a country of laws, not a country of men. I just have so much respect that she's going to keep showing up and keep saying these things. And you know, I don't know if those hearings are going to change a lot of minds. But you know, there was a time when there were no Democrats who were okay with integration. <laughs> um, every single democrat across the country and especially the south was not okay with like our constitutional
0: right to equality right. as i informed and educated gene evans the other day there were many democrats in virginia who used segregation and school policies to push school choice Rachel. right
2: the massive resistance was actually what it was called right yeah and and that was the, those were the democrats let's everybody uh you know, we know that. If any Republicans want to make sure we know that, we know that. Um, but, and then we see what the Democratic Party is now. You know, they've all switched, really. Um, we are the party of equality. We are the party of mercy, compassion, love, and the future. And so, and I only say we because I just work for Democrats, uh, but I have worked for some Republicans. And I say we meaning progressives because I think the parties have a role, but it is a lot smaller of a role than, than most people think. And it's what Lindsay said, like the people have the power. This yeah. is a democracy. And so the parties are just around to annoy and lose. Uh, but uh, you know, the power's with us. And anyway, about January 6th, I don't, I don't
1: know, I don't think so. <laughs> you're So you're still saying false. You yeah. so yourself into I think that's interesting because what you basically just said is, I think it's exceedingly important that they happen and that they're made available to the public and the way they're being made available, but it's not really a political issue. Right, like the way the
2: Democratic Party started to be okay with black kids and white kids going to school together, I do not think the Republican Party is going to be okay with a rule of law and not of men. I don't think they're going to see this and move forward anyway.
1: But I wonder, so um, I... This is way better the question is, the question is true or false, do we think it's going to make a, yeah. a like, a, a, we're going to, a difference? Like 20 million people like, watched, it's already yeah, on TikTok, yeah. do you think it's going to
0: change everybody's mind? Um, There's somebody, like, yesterday or Wednesday, they were like, Trump was not a criminal, and then, like, Friday, they were like, I don't know, maybe Trump, I don't know.
1: I mean, I think you have to kind of think about it in terms of what's important, um, I like I have to put these trick questions on our show sheet all the yes, time, I and I have to be like, oh, I don't know, or false, uh, I guess false, but um, I think it all comes down to what's the objective, right? And I, we just watched the, I think it's on HBO Max, and it's a documentary series about a pilot who was a crop duster who ended up going to jail because he flew cocaine to the CIA in the 80s. And during that documentary, they that go, old Trump. yeah, that old chestnut. Thanks CIA and Ronald Reagan for destroying the inner cities and never paying for it Um, and never paying a political price and John Kerry was like this just guy who was like I'm going to get it on the record that Ronald Reagan's administration was running a shadow government, that they were spending money without congressional approval, that they were buying drugs, they were buying drugs and dropping them in the streets of Los Angeles, and dropping them in the streets of New York, and dropping them in the streets of St. Louis, and I'm going to just make sure that however this happened, I'm going to, and he held congressional hearings for two years essentially by himself, right? This is when I was graduating from high school. And if you had a brain, you were appalled, right? But it wasn't held in prime time. It was extremely hard to understand because it was confusing. It doesn't play well. We you're like, okay, well, we, Sold arms to Afghanistan and then they used that money to buy cocaine. Wait, just let me explain. Like, it's so impossible to still understand 30 plus years later, right? This is a little bit more. It's a little bit. It's, it all happened at the road. Capitol. Yeah, like, it's a straighter road. Yeah, we have so all these
2: questions around it. Yeah, like this is different than yeah. every other scandal. Yeah, because it happened at the Capitol. There were tons of reporters there, and there
1: were tons of lawmakers there. Right, and Sorry. it's a very no, no, no. You're right, and it's a it's super. It's, oh, chill, are there kids here? So yeah. So uh, kids, you're gonna hear anti-racial say some language today, and you um, half the audience is here for yeah. that. So oh, so, yeah. so so uh, yeah, I can't. Um, I can't say this strongly enough. Don't say these words at school. You probably have better parents than I did. I did say them at school, I got in trouble a lot. Don't don't say the words that Auntie Rachel was about to say. But this is just a lot more fucking straightforward, right? Like there's not a lot of like, this is just an arrow of a story.
0: You there's... couldn't have said that sentence without
1: that word. No, not at all. Like, there was this man and he lost an election and then he had a rally and he told everybody to invade the Capitol and they were like, dude, we were going to do that already. We've been planning that for like
0: months. Yeah, we're so down.
1: We're still. So, yeah. we, no, we're here, bro. And the, they we were like,
0: come drink in the park when people were like, yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the only reason the people who invaded the Capitol on January 6th were upset is because he didn't join them. Yeah. That's their big beef. They're like, he told us. I more. felt but, like,
0: misled because Trump said he was going to do it, and, and he, he called it. us to the Capitol, it. and then I came, so, and he didn't. His yeah, explanation
2: us. for that was, even though I said
0: it, I
1: was never going
0: to do it. Right.
1: right. I mean, obviously. Mean, so, if you haven't I figured
0: that by now, I'm a liar. I lie about everything. <laughs> speaking of lying, I know a lot about lying. You gotta get the
1: hands, bro. People
0: have told me a lot, like, I know a lot about lying. Now. Nobody knows more like, about lying We're than live,
1: me. so you gotta get the hands. Yeah, it's
0: not Zoom, so you yeah. have to have it all.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, I, know I, actually, about it. I actually think like we're still really early. I, first of all, I want to say that I really think that a lot, clearly, as Lindsay was talking about earlier, a lot of the, the Democrats in the House are old enough to remember the lack of a difference that the hearings on Iran Contra and 9 11 made to the public because they happened during the day when everybody's at work. Yep. And nobody's watching C SPAN, unless you're us. Lunatic, and you're like, I'm gonna watch C span on my lunch break because I'm a crazy person. Um, I care about this stuff a lot. Most people are like, I have a job to do, and I have children to take to an airport with my parents, and my parents can barely use a cell phone. and have to take through security at DIA. That sounds like I've used any
2: reason to not be a part of that trip. To the <laughs> That's
1: why we're here. We're here so Sean can have a security. Yeah, is so, yeah. yeah, he's here. We're here. He's here because he didn't want to go through airline security this at is DIA covered. with. Uh, his um, but I think like it's kind of too early to say. I yeah. think that if you are a Republican-
0: That's a cop out! You have to say if it's true uh, or false. I'm calling you on it. True or
1: false, and we're I'm, I'm gonna say it's true. Here's yeah. why. Here's why. Here's why. That was the rest of it. What's the what? What's the rest just told us? No, go ahead. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I think if- I always think in the, the language of the South County lady. She lives in my head. I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Webster. From Mid County, and the women there were just kind of like badasses. They were sort of union kind of Catholics. That's what I grew up around: union member Catholics. Who swore a lot, smoked, hated everybody, and voted for Democrats. Um, and drank just did drink light beer if they had time. They didn't have any lives. They were just exhausted and angry at everyone, including all of the children who came in their house. Um, but they were that that's that was their that was their vibe, right? So I, but now I hear this like South County lady in my head constantly, who kind of goes like this. She's like, well, that Trump, he just says crazy stuff all the time. I mean, come on, what do you think? I mean, he just says not so stuff, you know? He just can't take, what were they doing there? They knew he wasn't really gonna go inside. And you can try to tell that lady who votes Republican and is pro-life and all that stuff. No, he's a shyster and he's all, well, they're all liars. Well, not like him. You know, you can do that all you want. The minute that lady hears that Donald Trump hoped that Mike Pence was hanged by a mob, that lady has to shut up for five seconds and think about it. I think that interrupts her kind of, oh, this is all normal. Like, there is no president in the history of this republic that said to anybody into a hot mic, I hope somebody hangs my VP. That's never happened before. That's so easy to say to somebody when you're at work right? So you just have to say that. You just have to say, like, well, no one's ever wanted the VP to be hung before. Yeah. Like, I think Joe Biden and Barack Obama probably really didn't like each other for a lot of time. They were working together. But like, a Barack Obama might have been like, like, he might have said I don't know, that. like
0: Lincoln and Johnson, like second inaugural, maybe, when Johnson was all drunk. Yeah,
1: I bet there were times that Kennedy yeah, cool. looked at, speaking of Johnson, like, why are you even here, you grotesque?
0: racist. Like the
1: one thing his dad did not help him out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. FDR thought Truman was a hick.
1: Right. Totally. <laughs> like, nothing, never. Nothing, right. Never were they like, I have an idea. Let's invite a bunch of like Nazi racists to the White House lawn and let them hang him. That's never happened.
2: Yeah, FDR didn't so, do that.
1: No, ever. Right. So that's <laughs> you don't think so?
0: Play the FDR <laughs> you don't think, did not try to, think, to think, kill his wife. You don't
1: think FDR was like He's really annoying. FDR and Truman
2: were both anti-Nazi, which for the record, since it needs to be stated sometimes among American politically active yeah. people, we're anti-Nazi. We're anti-Nazi. I hate the yeah. fucking Nazis. We're on the record, I anti-Nazi Nazi Nazi. podcast. Yeah, we're on the record. All
0: right, so anyway, speaking of the record, my answer is true. I think right. going to make a difference. Well, my answer is true, and my answer is true for that reason. I think there's a ton of it on TikTok, and I think that women 30 to 50 are on TikTok. I think it's going to matter. I think suburban women.
1: And I think the primetime thing. I think it's yeah. just like they—they produce. They, 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 they learned something finally, and they're like yeah. illustrious. Right. And Tucker's numbers
2: were the same as they are every night. Tucker. Three so times.
0: yeah. So we saw yeah. there was an article that came out this morning. Tucker Carlson had three million viewers. Yeah. The primetime January 6th hearing yeah. had twenty million viewers. Yeah. Twenty million. Those are that's NFL more, numbers.
1: That's more than the Oscars. Those are right? NFL that's numbers. Way more than yeah.
0: the Oscars. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's move on. Yeah. No. That's me. If you did not know, it. Um, it sounds like Sean, right? Know. Did you guys all
1: think that Sean Dillard was the who guy who had that, go, out that out? Check go
0: to? Yeah, that's me. Uh, the Human Foundation. Um, Money for people. Four people. Uh, <laughs> we've been doing this for the last twenty-four hours. Just a little quips. All uh, right. So the yeah no is uh, Missouri Attorney General and likely GOP Senate also ran candidate eric schmidt has announced his latest attack on public schools he's picked seven districts to sue this time for uh given potentially without parental consent surveys and these are pretty i've seen these surveys before uh they're not that big of a deal um and then he he had this big tweet he had this he had this thread right and he was like here's all the stuff i got i got it i'm going after him i'm gonna cover it all there's three things from three different districts one of them was a privilege walk, which was take a step forward if you've ever this. Take a step back if you've ever that. And it helps you understand what you may not understand, which I, I had this conversation with some friends. I was talking about this earlier. Some very good friends of mine who were explaining to me why they were so against food stamps. And I said, look, you don't even understand what you're talking about. Your dad was a pharmacist. He owned the pharmacy in the town where there was another pharmacy at Walmart and there was no other pharmacy. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Why people might need you have no context on this argument. Your college was paid for. You got your job because of your uncle. Like you don't understand food stamps. So don't just so stop. Don't bring that to me. And he went and did some research and changed his mind because he didn't just didn't understand it. And uh,
1: so the exercise is basically exercise like is that. step forward if you have right. like a parent that went to college or.
0: Right, like if, if you, you own your own house, like, if your parents own a
1: house, yeah,
0: if your parents have ever been like, no, you can continue to eat peanut butter this week again, take a step back, like it's that kind of stuff. Uh, and then one in Ladue, there was a story uh, which was basically an oppression story, uh, and it was a it was a writing prompt, like it was just a basic analysis prompt for the well, so class. Many,
1: think of the children. Yeah. Do <laughs> something no the Poor did. children in, in Ladue.
0: Stupid. Who nobody took a step <laughs> backward at the privilege walk. There's who's the yeah. suffering in this country. It's the children of Lidu. right Poor, yeah.
1: poor children
0: of Ledoux. Right. The privilege walk was over let's in four let's seconds. the um,
1: children like, let's just.
0: And then there was one right here in Columbia from Hickman, uh, which was a critical analysis. It was a critical thinking exercise, and it was like, here's a feminist lens, here's a Marxist lens, here's a this lens. Of course, they think it's CRT or whatever. It's communism. It's a critical thinking exercise. That's it. That's all he had. That's what he went for. That's it. I'll be suing seven more schools. So that's the yeah, no, because I don't think it's going to work.
2: Yeah, so it's obvious that he's doing it politically, yeah, it's purely like his own political politics, political obviously. Right. And so because he's losing, he's losing to Eric Brighton and Vicki Hartzler in the Senate race, and he is desperate,
0: desperate, desperate, desperate.
1: I'm not even going to finish the sentence. He's desperate. <laughs> I'm going I'm to take it back for a minute Just the fact that uh, Eric Schmidt figured out how to make a Twitter thread. <laughs> um, I have not seen that kind of but thing. But like the before. AG
2: actually can it's an important office, that's why, you know, it's a statewide elected right. official and you know the COVID recovery, the billions and billions of dollars in money that has flowed out to all fifty states and especially you know not especially but you know all fifty states including Missouri where Eric Schmidt's running this entire office could be focused on making sure that there's no fraud happening, that consultants like the dude that Carson wrote the huge check to don't get those huge checks. Like, he could be helping people who are being defrauded. They get a text message that says, click this link to collect your COVID check. And, like, instead, he's suing our schools. Like,. Yeah. Our own
1: schools, and we were we were talking about this last night too. That like the job of the AG is to enforce law. That's it. That's his job. His job is to enforce law. The the AG has the right to sue. We're going to talk about this in a minute. uh, Like a a, let's say like a Purdue, right? right? So one of the reasons that Purdue was kind of decapped and had was forced to give money to states is because state attorneys general sued them for money Good after they that. card. It took you
0: like four times to go the Attorney General last night. I'm, I was there? Yeah. You have so, you it you shows.
1: Like, you like no, it shows. People,
0: it right shows. Too. I'm All
1: right. Thank you. Um, so like, yeah, there is a place in the Attorney General's office for lawsuits, but his job isn't to sue people in his state. It's to protect people in his state. That's With his job. Knowledge. His job is to enforce yeah. the law.
2: Literally, nothing bad ever, like, if a if a teacher puts a survey on your desk and you're a student, nothing bad happened to you. <laughs> like, they, like you have not been harmed.
1: Well, no, the yeah. idea that, like, you can't, that you don't go to school to learn things from a philosophical perspective flies in the face of, of, of what the point of education is. The point of education is to make you a well-grounded human being who can... Look at sort of complex situations and make decisions about this stuff and i what really bums me out about eric Smith eric Smith is two things one he knows this is stupid that's what's annoying he knows this is bullshit. he knows this is just all theater he doesn't care he's so cynical and he's the kind of guy that like you give him this much power and he just wants to go to his high school reunion and walk around and be like i'm the attorney general and, and like, like, it's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't really have the job because he was elected to it initially. He had the job because the guy in front of him was way more charming. I hate Josh Howley, but, like, he's a thing. Josh Howley's a thing. Eric Schmidt was in his office and inherited his job because Josh Howley was like, I'm out. I'm gonna be in the Senate. Y'all can have this. I don't care. And Eric Schmidt, I was never here for this anyway. Yeah, I didn't really give a shit about the law in Missouri. Are you nuts? I hate this place. Um, uh, and if you ever talk to anybody about Josh Holly before he ran, the things he says about the state of Missouri are like, ew, like, you know, he talks about it like his like sad, drunk cousin he doesn't want to talk to anymore.
0: Um, he talks about Missouri the way my 7-year-old looks at, like, dirty water. But he does sing.
1: Yeah, he does. For real. So, he so happily left us with Schmidt... And I'm going to say this again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. There should be a law that prevents certain state office holders from running for higher office unless they are terming out or resign. They can't hold the office while they are running for higher office. It is bullshit. Because it's a betrayal. It is, ultimately. Yeah. So it.
0: And it gets, he gets right into the, you, you've talked about it many times. It's the obstructionist. Right, it's the party of no. There's not. He's not doing anything. He's not helping anybody right now. At I don't, all.
1: I don't know that. What's I? What's sad to me again? Like, everything about Eric Schmidt is a yeah no. He's a walking yeah no. That's what he is now. That's so what I see him when I see his Like little beady eyes. and His little angry man face. <laughs> and when he live tweeted from the convoy. Did you guys all watch him live tweet from the convoy? Which one?
0: The the truck convoy. convoy. Jeff City convoy, or the second one that just happened that didn't even make. No, it no, DC?
1: no. No, the first one in Jeff City where there were like eight people, like they were trucks. standing on an uh, overpass. Bob Under was like, gonna go he, in his like, plane. He his phone out here. You know, he was like, can I get a selfie stick? We're like, we don't do that anymore, dude. He's like, but I have like eight cameras, no, older than I have? So he has on like a um, And he was like, here with bunch of friends. And I was like, no one knows that you're even, who you are. Like it was so, 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 so sick. Um, and he could, to go back to his, to his legislative record when he was in the assembly, right? When he was in the Missouri House. He could have been like, Yeah, I'm running for Roy Blunt seat and I'm gonna be a Roy Blunt Republican. That's it. I'm gonna be this guy that believes in and then he could have done like his whole like Roy Blunt, whatever Roy Blunt is, I don't know, like companies should get tax cuts, babies, fetuses are in right. life, I don't give a I'm shit, get whatever. A bitch
0: and eyebrows. He could have done some, he could've done the
1: whole thing and he could have lost, right? He would have. And then he could have just done it again in two years and run against Josh Howley and been like, Well, I told you guys two years ago that I was gonna be the Royal Blunt Republican and I still am. So, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, no. Well let's uh, let's move on to the bicep. sell. Desperate though. Desperate desperate. desperate. <laughs> fully
1: desperate.
0: <laughs> every time. A little bit every time uh all right for the this by so it comes with a song to start it off in fact because it's that it's that type of a topic um so the tobacco industry we all remember most of us here are old enough to remember seeing like a cartoon game, right? That, or something like that you're not gonna see that talking
1: about Right, all They're of the like, smoked, why are all yeah. the
0: children here? Right. I'm going to smoke cigarettes. Right, so we were talking last night, like my grandma, you know, right? she's got COPD and emphysema. She lives in Florida now. Um, where, you know, the, the, apparently it's easier to breathe there. And she just smoked Virginia Slims all the time. Just all the time. I, I, I know what she smoked, right? That's how often she smoked them. Um, and yet, the tobacco industry has been totally taken backwards. I mean, totally taken backwards. Right, you gotta be 21 now to buy tobacco. Everything's got massive warnings on it. There's been huge, massive lawsuits. Money, 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 right out out the wazoo. How did that happen? And buy or sell that what happened to the tobacco industry is, could be happening, or may happen to the gun industry. It
2: should happen. And that shouldn't be controversial because the tobacco companies are still around. Like, you can still get cigarettes. And, you know, the the idea that the slaughter of so many people has gotten out of control is very similar to what you're talking about with cigarettes. And the profit motive...
0: Is also similar. The demonstrable, property. yeah. The intentionally lying about the product. Is it twenty eight billion dollar industry in this right. country? Twenty eight yeah. billion in 20, 2018, We looked that up last night. The the gun industry in twenty eighteen made twenty eight billion dollars.
2: Yeah. So like, I don't know, John Cornyn, Senator John Cornyn, who is uh, I think number two in the Republican leadership in the Senate. Right. He said that it would be number
0: one in terms of bridge choice. <laughs>
2: I so thought going to say something like number one in my
0: heart.
2: That <laughs> um, yeah, would be really weird. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. He said it would be embarrassing if they did not pass any kind of legislation in response to these shoots. He said mm. it would be embarrassing yeah. if he was right. And that made me optimistic, but it also made me pessimistic because it means that if someone that high in the GOP is saying, we're going to go ahead and pass something, just like bump stocks after Vegas, that was so horrific. Right. And anyone who shot a gun knows that, like, Bump are not like the problem. <laughs> um, right. And but Republicans voted for that ban on bump stocks. And you know I don't. There's not going to be an assault weapons ban. There's not going to be a high capacity magazine ban. Yeah. They're going to pass something. But even the bullets.
1: It's like even the bullets. Right. You're just saying like there's no way you should have a bullet that explodes right. inside. That's right. they're designed That's, to explode inside. We, the I
0: tweeted that recently on the Harlem Hot account about like. People, they, I think it was the South Dakota, when it was a senator or governor of South Dakota, was like, I use my AR-15 to shoot at, uh, like, varmints. Yeah, I he use said it. folks. He folks, to get, like, yeah. Folks, so
1: I think folks like to shoot, use AR-15 like to, to shoot, shoot prairie dogs. I like, I lived in Denver, and no, they don't. Like, like They use, like, a 22 or BB gun. A 22, right. right. Anybody, like, yeah,
0: Nobody over nobody the age of eight would ever shoot a prairie dog. <laughs> two two three 3 m was expensive as shit. Like you don't you don't use expensive good ammo to shoot prairie dogs unless you're an asshole who just likes to think unless you're a sociopath who likes to see animals explode, then yeah, maybe. But otherwise you're using rimfire twenty two ammo, you know, twenty two long rival because it's super inexpensive. It's easier to get, number one, and that's what it's for. We should just have a show called the Gun Show where we just
2: talk about guns. But with no sleeves on? No, it, well yes, absolutely, yeah. obviously. But no politics.
0: We just, just like, do guns all the time. But I think, you know, like Hans in like, France.
1: Speaking of guns, like people have tried to do that, right? Like people have tried. It's interesting when we get to guns because, like, we haven't had to go to these extents with other issues, right? right. Like t- healthcare is in a much different. like when you talk about healthcare now, it's a much more kind of straightforward, linear conversation. Speaking of linear conversations, much more, it's like I yeah. mentioned more than it was even like ten years ago. It's just very. People are very simple about it, like. I think everyone should have it. Either you're an asshole and you don't think that, right. or you're a ra- rational, reasonable person you do. Right? That's it. And you can be an asshole. That's fine. So it's totally okay with me if you're an asshole. This is America. It is we America. Have room you for have ass- the ass- right to be an asshole this and not think that everyone should yeah, have money. Room. Um, but they even get to not like people have tried to do this. Like people have done this. Okay, we're gonna do this. Moms demand action thing. We're gonna we're gonna treat guns like moms did in the 70s and the 80s and we're going to treat guns like we did drunk drivers
0: don't take your guns to jail yeah and, and no disrespect
1: respect them. to moms they they are the best they're some of the best organizers in the country and we had drunk driving laws been like i don't know five years or something against right. mothers against drunk drivers forming right. or something it was remarkably quick because all lawmakers were right like, it used yeah, to be like totally the legal sense. limit was
0: like can you can you breathe He's good, Jim. Send him home. Yeah, that was right. the
1: thing. Yeah. We need a federal statute right. because too many people are dying. And then states realize they can make money off of drug drivers and they were like, we're yes. totally into this big criminalism. Yes. It's great. But yes. we're, we're still doing this dance with firearms. We're still doing this dance with high capacity. Like, maybe they're
2: a public good. Like, maybe they're, like, I feel like we haven't moved they're past like the, that yet. Like a
0: yeah. utility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's like everybody and, who wants a gun has one. And anyway, go ahead.
1: But so now there's uh, people who are suing gun manufacturers with, with using uh, existing court precedent to argue that they are a public nuisance, right. and that's where tobacco companies got nailed, and that's where some of, and to some extent, the opioid manufacturers got nailed. Yeah, because they created a public health crisis through all
2: the people that were dying specifically. Right. So that, what that's
1: what's happening with now. so I have the uh, Guardian article here. I'm not going to get it uh, perfectly. Um, and I never. Normally, you guys don't know that I'm doing this. Normally, I'm just like. Yeah, we have the internets. Seamlessly toggling back and forth between several screens while I'm recording a podcast. Um, Plus,
0: I'm a magical editor. But
1: uh, there's a woman who is suing Glock, the manufacturer. Like, you know, Glock is not a gun. It's a man. It's the name of a manufacturer that. Manufactures a lightweight gun that's very easy to conceal. Very popular. Who brag popular. about it. Like, it was in rap songs in the 90s. Um, and she's like, the reason she's doing it was because she was significantly injured uh, in the subway shooting in New York. And so she's arguing that, like, you guys knew this could happen, you didn't do anything about it. You, you market them to law enforcement because when you market them to law enforcement, they look more appealing to consumers, that's your business model, and you're creating a health crisis. And so that's kind of what we're talking about, is like, will these, and in, there's another lawsuit, that was what I was trying to look up, but I'm not gonna bother, sorry. Um, there was another lawsuit that the, uh, the gun manufacturer, is uh, Remington, Uh, tried to basically kick up to the Supreme Court and say like, we don't want to pay this settlement and the Supreme Court was like, oh, it's totally okay with us that the state court allowed this lawsuit to go through, we're not getting involved here. And so Remington settled, uh, I believe it was Parkland Families for, I think it was 73 million. So, um, there's this 2005 law that yeah, makes it inherently more difficult to sue gun manufacturers, It's a, it's right? a
0: limitation on civil liability. Right. right, right. It's basically like, if you can imagine, if you had in a car accident, like, if you, if everybody remembers Firestone Tires, right? Firestone had a big problem, they had a big recall, a lot of people died because Firestone Tires were exploding on the highway, people were spinning out of control and dying. So if you can imagine the same thing with guns, it's the same idea, right? It's basically saying you can't sue us the same way you could sue your tire company, your car company, or uh, a peanut butter maker. That's uh, old, that's that statute got right. passed. Right, yeah. passed right. in 2005. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders.
1: Yeah, but that's, it was one of the uh, it was one of Hillary's pillars against him was that he voted for yeah. this 2005 statute. Yeah. His argument was like, I live in Vermont. This would not have been. It would have pulled. It would have helped the actual gun sellers responsible the sale of, Right, not just the manufacturers, right. but like a but shop that like, sells And gun. he said, like, I, I won't, I'll vote for it if you guys take the sellers of the people that are the gun shops taken out
0: of it. and uh, It's like a dram shop them. law, right? It's like, if you drink 14 beers at the Heartland Pod Live, which would be insane. But let's say you do that, and then you go, you walk down downtown do you here. Right do,
1: you have, do you want to talk
0: right now? I didn't right drink now? that many beers. If you, if you go, you know, if you follow Ray to have a good time tonight here in Columbia, uh, which sounds like Ray may do, um and you're too drunk, right? And they keep selling you alcohol and you get in a car and you kill somebody, it's dram shop liability. You can sue them, the, the people that you hurt can sue the bar and the bartender for that. And their insurance can jump in and do that. And that's essentially what this was limiting. So
1: that's kind of so the question is, is there is there a possibility that claiming yes, by yourself. nuisance will work will work. Um I think it takes one, this is what I think, I think it takes one case, think yeah. about Aaron Brockovich, PG&E, uh, chemical, like carcinogens in the water, right? It took one person with one email, that's it, hundreds of millions of dollars in settlements. That's why PG&E was motivated to stop putting yeah. cancer-causing chemicals in unlined wastewater ponds. That's it. It was because they're good people. It wasn't because they're moral. It was because they were like, holy shit, that was really expensive. So I am, I am buying, and I think it's possible, that there will be a lawsuit where there is discovery, where there's one whistleblower, which again, whistleblowers... Blew the lid off of the tobacco companies. Yeah. We all saw that Russell Crowe movie. We all saw the informant. about it. He was, I, I it wasn't, he was very good? He was very good. I didn't see it. he was a chemist. He was playing a chemist, and one chemist kind of blew the lid off all the whole tobacco me. thing. Uh, and he said, "No, they've known for decades that that they were creating um, nicotine delivery devices that caused cancer. Right. That was their whole. That wasn't it. That was. That was in like about 1965. A yeah." and I've been working for them this whole time, and here's all the evidence that I smuggled out of Philip Morris, I think we to work for. So is it possible that a gun manufacturer will have similar types of documentation to say like, oh no, we want poor black children to buy our firearms. No, 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 we totally want teenagers to lust after the opportunity to own N.A.R. when they're 18. Yeah, we
2: understand that angry men are using our our guns to shoot their family members, shoot their wives and their children. You know what would
0: be the most ironic one is an email where they explain that they really want the guns in Call of Duty to look as realistic as possible so that they will want to buy those particular guns because it it would make the Republicans' heads fucking explode if they were like, it's the violent video games it's the guns it's not the guns it's the games or the guns i don't it's the wolf, oh god they've been playing with video games for years and if they found corroborating evidence that it was the video games like how quickly they'd be like are we sure it was the video games then? are we sure about that
1: but i do think that's a very i am buying that there is a there is a damning email or a damning something or a damning conversation that some moral person who just likes to hunt and thinks the second amendment's great uh, and went to work for a Remington or a Glock or one right. of these companies that make billions of dollars. By um, the way, when you, when you talk about these companies a lot, I've worked for companies that are companies that make 10 million a year, right? Um, that's a lot of money. A, lot of- a billion dollar company, what's Twitter. Twitter? Twitter's a billion dollar company. So when you're talking about a company that makes, I don't know what Remington makes. A couple billion dollars, oh, wow. three billion dollars, five billion dollars yeah. wow. every year in
2: ammo.
1: Why that's ammo sales? Yeah, that's still that's still revenue. Bullet will still you people down. too. Yeah. Yeah, bullets to the things that you matter. Chris Rock. Um, so, uh, so if uh, that's a, that's a huge company yeah. with a lot of profit, and so if you're a young, if you're a person that goes to that company thinking, I'm just gonna work, I, I just kind of dig it, I was in the military, whatever. I'm just making up this person right now, like they just don't exist. Um, and they're in a meeting and they hear someone say, like, oh no, we definitely want to design we, we got the new COD let's see, that's Call of Duty by the way. Uh, we got the new we, we saw the new COD renderings and they weren't quite realistic enough, so we sent them back and like and this right. person's like, Why is that so important? And they say, Well because like every time we do it we we collaborate with the COD designers and we are, are super specific about this is this model gun we'll right. sell 20% more and that person's like oh no yeah. they might retain those documents somewhere for such a thing as a
0: lawsuit so and I agree I think that exists. I buy it for the same reason because I, I, it's really hard for me to imagine. But there's not some motive in the design of those guns on those games. Well, I've like, played those games. And I have yes. worked over here. I worked at Midway USA. Right here. If you drove in from the West on 70, you've <laughs> driven by it a million times whether you know it or not. It's at the Midway exit, which by the way, sneaky sneaky tip. Uh, if you're traveling I seventy, midway truck stop. Uh worst, everything about it is the worst, except they did a restroom remodel in like two thousand and eighteen. And they're beautiful they're pristine
2: restroom tips on i-70 are good to have right No, it is good you want your yeah.
0: food you stop at the new cases in boonville for food if you if you gotta have the food but the restrooms are just impeccable at the midway usa anyway so i worked at midway usa and they are they sell bullets and reloading supplies and gun parts and basically you can buy all the stuff to build your own gun and you can buy all of the things to make bullets and reload and everything like that When I was being interviewed, I was in a room with these two guys, and there's a sign on the wall. It's a big NRA sign. And it's like a phone call company, like it's a catalog company, right? Guys in West Virginia would call, and they would order things over the phone, and then they would send a check, uh, because that's who was ordering this thing. And uh, they sent checks through the mail to buy things from a catalog still in 2000. This was 2009. Um, So, anyway, all of it was online. So, (laughs) these guys would call it. So I worked there and in my interview process, they, they said, "What? tell us what you like about the NRA. And thank God, there was a poster behind them. There was a poster, it was an NRA poster and it had all these bullet points about the NRA. And I said, well, and I read the poster, because I'm quick on my feet. Today. And, uh, and I said, I really enjoy that they make sure that gun responsibility, is in their list of things that they think is important. And I stopped talking and I got the job. And they made me a customer service person immediately because I'm good at talking to people. And anyway, so my point of that is, that company over there is a multi-million dollar company. They expanded while I was working there. They bought the other building that was over there. They were expanding, expanding, expanding. And every single phone call I took, I started working there in spring of 2009. Do you know what happened in spring of 2009? Quick presidential trivia question? Barack Obama was inaugurated. He was inaugurated in the spring of 2009, right when I started working there. Every single call I took, they're taking their guns, they're going to take our guns, they're going to take our guns, they're going to take our guns, they're going to take, take our guns. Every single well, that call. sounds like the worst job
2: ever.
0: It paid really well and like, I got I to wear ever, gym shorts and flip-flops.
2: I never tell someone why. It was
0: like working from home before the pandemic. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and I would say and I would engage in conversation this is why they moved me to customer service because I was in sales and I would engage in conversation in the sales call instead of just be like and how can I help you today as they would be like they're taking our jobs and they're taking our jobs they're taking our guns and I got to get all these guns right now I got to get them right now And I would say sir they're gonna pass an education bill and a health care bill and they're not gonna mortgage that they're not gonna mortgage their ability to do health care for guns it's all marketing That's it. Now how can I help you? And they would still buy their shit. But they moved me off of that job right quick. Uh, Right quick. So my point is that company had enough money to pay me to do that job, even though very obviously they didn't really want to pay me to do that job. And while they were expanding, and if that company, which is just a reseller of the parts that Remington makes and all these companies make. Is that like in the middle of Missouri?
1: Like kind of literally it's one of it's, the
0: biggest resellers yeah. of parts in the nation. If you go to a place where people shoot guns that make their, they reload, right? If you hear somebody say, I reload, right? Which means they make their own ammunition. If they reload, they know who Midway USA is. Not only do they know who they are, they're like the Coca Cola of, of reloading. Like, they're like one of the biggest companies in the country for it. Multi million dollar company right there on I 70 that you don't even know exists. So, yeah, I think we can hit them in their pocketbooks Is my point, so I buy it. Sean, grab it up.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, you're probably right. All right. So you bought it. So this is when... No, you guys, for real, this is the first time ever in the history of the Heartland Pod that all three of us have bought the same thing. Yeah. It's never (laughs) happened before. It happened live.
0: Thank you. There you go. We don't usually buy it together, that's true. We don't at all. So this is the time in the show... Editing-wise, I would do this. I would say thank you guys for hanging out. This was great. Thanks for having me.
1: Good to see you guys. It was a lot of fun. Thanks.
0: The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.